welcome to Where Are They Now with Freddie McManus. This is the podcast where we take a lost celebrity and we track them down. We're coming to you, Emilio Estevez. Ay, 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 ay. Joining me this week, it's the one, the only, good friend, charming man, Harry Jones. Hey, ay, 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 ay. <laughs> yeah. papi, mate, we're, on a, we're off to a flyer. On a roll up top, Harry. How are you doing? Oh, man? good, man. I'm excited. Very excited. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is where are they now? This is the podcast where we have a guest on, and they come with someone who they used to love, who they used to respect, whose work they used to enjoy, and then they've disappeared. We want to know why. We want to know where they are, and we want to get them back in the game. That's we want to hunt them down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They, it's ultimately it's joyous. Uh, I will say, <laughs> Harry, the process is joyous and very positive and supportive. Yes. But we're going to track this motherfucker <laughs> down. <laughs> it moves right. both ways. Uh, uh, and to help us do it, I guess we'll introduce him up top. There is nobody cuter. His mind is a computer. <laughs> it's Alfie Kanak, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much. You told me you had a new rhyme. I did, yeah. And, and, I was, and I said, don't tell me before. I wanted to hear it live. And I am impressed. Thank you, mate. <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, uh, he googles, he bings, he finds out all the things. Can go fuck off. <laughs> yeah, because that's not even close to this. Never moment. liked it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually true. It never did get a response from you. So I'm honoured well, to have found it finally. I works. never go on Bing. Ah, you like, like to be authentic. Well, yeah. I, no, no. I, I search things manually. I just go through each URL. You, you, <laughs> you type in, you just guess. You'll <laughs> guess a website, like, yeah. <laughs> and then follow the links. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Searching's for cheaters. Yeah, yeah mate, that true. is true. Yeah, that's true. You, you're supporting several Nigerian princes <laughs> and getting information the right way. Let's I'll say face it. it. Let's get it out there early. I was using the internet before Google existed. Ooh. So were you actually? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what yeah. did you use it for? Uh, <laughs> I realise this is not on topic and also not engaging our guests <laughs> at all. No, they love it. No, um, no, I'm into it. Alta Vista. Oh yeah, I remember Alta Vista. Yeah, uh, and I think it was around. That was the good one before Google. That's true. Did you ask Jeeves? Do you ever? Yeah, yeah, I did oh, ask Jeeves, but he was shit. He was shit. Yeah. Okay. Can't tell okay. To get good okay, help. guys. The man was a butler. That's yeah, you want somewhere to bang one. a gong and bring you a casserole? I'm sure Jeeves would apply. <laughs> is Google doing that shit? I'm pretty sure he's not. May not be a he. It is. Yeah, let's yeah. not a disembodied <laughs> corporation that's swallowing us whole. That's what it is. But we're not here to talk about Google. Oh. We're here to use it copiously to find out about a man who I knew very little about. Uh, uh, but Harry came to us with this man and said, I want to find Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Yeah, he's born in Bombay, dude. Apparently, I pronounced it uh, Estevez, but the Spanish pronunciation is Estevez. Estevez. Oh, is that with the little accent on the end? I believe so. Estevez. He was on like Entertainment Tonight and they were like, Emilio Estevez. And he goes, Estevez. And I'm like, oh, you corrected weird them. Good. Weird time to get on your, oh. on your high horse though. <laughs> yeah, I feel. yeah, to lay him down. Mate, it's Entertainment Tonight. She's not <laughs> one of Pulitzer. <laughs> or Pulitzer. I don't know. I don't yeah, know they're going to get offended as well. Pronounced. Pulitzer. Pulitzer. <laughs> Pulitzer, yes. Uh, but anyway, it, 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 people may know him. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure about you, Harry. You know him as uh, the one and only Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay from classic. Mighty Ducks, which I watched this morning, had not seen before. And no. You can tell I'm on a high, I feel. Yeah. I you can tell from my vibe. Up, dude. I've been recently inspired. You That's can just it. tell from the way I'm You just want to play hockey now. When we were watching it, we were like, we need to bring some of this to the podcast. The chance. Yeah. The, the attitude. <laughs> quack. 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 Quack, 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 exactly. I, I will just uh, let the listeners know, we record this podcast with 
other housemates in the house, and I cannot imagine <laughs> what she thinks we're doing in here. Other, other, I, I can other only studi- assume she assumes we've not hit record yet, because who on earth would commit this to the airway? So they're starting with search engines, and now they're quacking. Like, what's going on? Just to clarify, there are other studio mates in the studio. Right, yes. yes it's we're a, not just recording in the spare room of a share house. It's, a resplendent, <laughs> it's the resplendent studio, yeah. and we're very, very lucky to be here. But uh, uh, in addition to that signature role that we will get onto in a second, he is, of course, the son of the great actor Martin Sheen. Absolutely. But wait, Freddie, those names are so different. <laughs> Alfie, you're sharp as attack, and I've always respected <laughs> that about you. Um, Martin Sheen, otherwise known as Ramon Estevez. Oh. Still his real name. Still on his passport, on his license. On his passport and license. Uh, and Come basically on. what happened was uh, Martin Sheen... God, the research on this podcast is good. It's one it of the is. best. That's great. I probably should deliver the research instead of saying how good it is that I've done it. <laughs> but nonetheless... Yeah. Let them in, judge it. Show, don't tell. In the 50s and 60s, a struggling actor uh, uh, by the name of Ramon Estevez yeah. is in New York. I just mispronounced Estevez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got too cocky. <laughs> I, got too, I got sloppy. The yep. shoulders nah, got loose and then all it. of a sudden I'm saying Estevez. <laughs> But uh, uh, he was there, and he realized in order to be recognized uh, for his work and to get more work, he would have to go by, uh, 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 I don't know, what, what do they call it, an Anglo name? An like a stage Because name, he yeah. didn't look especially Hispanic, Martin Sheen, famously. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what happened was he finally got on a Broadway play in the 60s, and his father came to see him, obviously he's a proud Spanish man, and saw his son's new name on the board of the theater and was really upset. Disowned him. Just that Harry, Harry, no, just he, he watched away. the play, Harry. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just <laughs> goes home. Yeah, 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 straight yeah. back on the subway. Uh, no, son, no son of mine is on that play, Bill. Well, he wouldn't have known. He looks yeah, exactly. up like, Martin no Sheen. <laughs> oh. That lying little shit got That's me it. again. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But uh, basically, uh, uh, Martin, when he realised that his children were also going to get into the business, told Emilio, don't make my mistake. Oh, so it's actually really? quite powerful. Yeah. Ch- Charlie made the mistake. Charlie, yeah, Charlie, Charlie's, Charlie's made many mistakes, but I will. I want it on record that his most grievous error was not the drugs. <laughs> it was not the abuse of women. It was not the AIDS he eventually got. Nope. It was the fact he it was, was the name. Charlie Sheen. Oh, Yuck. Charlie. Hello. So, uh, so he, so he changed. He kept his name. Even though he, like Martin, name. does not look Spanish at all. Emilio, yeah. we're talking about now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Emilio. Emilio I mean, there's, there's a reason. There's a reason his My Dark Terror is not Gordon Ramos. Ramos. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Gordon <laughs> Bombay, Bombay because true. he looks like Gordon fucking Bombay. <laughs> yeah. I don't think a single Spanish man has been called Gordon until Emilio sauntered into Hollywood <laughs> to make it work. But uh, uh, I, I suppose we should start there, mm. Harry, in terms of uh, your time, your enjoyment of Mr. Estevez's work. It yeah. all starts there for you. Is that oh, correct? Oh, man. Yeah, it was mighty dark because when I was little we had that on vhs right so we'll just pump so you, it. you're saying you didn't pay 4.99 to rent it on <laughs> itunes movies <laughs> not exactly no the online streaming services weren't available there i didn't ask jeeves to get it up for me right i uh but we we would play it and you just keep playing it until you know how like you'd have tracking right right right, 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 right. Buzzer, but it didn't matter because we knew we could quote the movie uh, Constantly. The, the fun fact is, of course, Alfie Canuck, the man opposite you, is a veteran of the video store. He used to work at one. Yeah. It's no way. So, well, Blockbuster, well, well, Civic Video, vi- uh, Video Easy. Video Easy. Video baby. Easy, baby. Video That's Easy Charnwood. Uh, then turned into <laughs> Network Video, only closed down a year ago. Wow. What? Like this year. So, yeah, guy that I used to work with took it on, little side back down there in Canberra. Yeah. Um, and then he finally closed it up this year. 2019? Yeah, this Jesus. year. Jesus. So he kept it going out of love. Oh my god! But uh, time for a break. Shout out to 
Josh Muddy Mudford. <laughs> oh my god! Good work. Good about you, dude. Alfie's got a bit of confidence. This is the most words he's said on any episode <laughs> thus far, hey. and now he's given shout don't outs. Let me, don't let me watch classic nineties children's sports movies before oh, I record, or you're going to get it. this. Um, so I would. What What would you say? Hmm. Because I've watched it now as a grown man, yes. and I have questions. I'll okay. be honest. Right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to ask someone who was a, a fan from a uh, 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 childhood. Yes. Whether these were concerns for you as well. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so we have Emilio Estevez, yes. the leading man. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a douche at the start, oh, but he comes douche. around. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't buy it for him because I already knew, I'd already seen like clips on the film where he's very inspirational. Yeah, so the yeah, whole, yeah. basically, the, the first 20 minutes was a complete comedy for me where he's like, <laughs> Susan, get typing like, to his yeah. fucking secretary. And I'm like, dude, you have a heart of gold. You think you're hiding that shit from me? But uh, uh, the thing I thought was odd, I'm going to start with it, yeah. uh, is the love interest in the film. Oh, the mother of yes. one of the children. And the kid keeps trying to hook him up in I know. the most uncomfortable way possible. This is so inappropriate. Because as a child, you're thinking, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Love. You don't know what love is, so you're just going for it. Like, right. oh, he's hooking up. But then as an adult, you're like, this is so inappropriate. What kind of code of conduct rules are we breaching exactly. here? And the kid loves it. He's pushing for it the entire film. He's like, he do you want to go to the winter day. market with That's us? That's it. Nah. And Gordon Bombay goes, yes, I would like to go to the winter market with the two of you and he goes oh i can't go i have homework go with my mother and then they smooch on the date and it's it's so but it's so awkward watching it again as an adult because i remember there's a scene where they're at the diner and he's like talking about all her past like his mum's past exes and he's like they're all jerks they're all jerks you're nine dude yeah and (laughs) and you didn't know the guy she dated three years ago do you guys not understand the subtext (laughs) of what's going on here that she's had some real bad boyfriends so yeah he's taken an interest and trying he's like i gotta get her okay yeah he's he's trying to avoid getting you know wrapped around the knuckles again (laughs) oh my god (laughs) this took a dark turn the kid's a creep i want it on record and i don't care what you think no because he goes to i remember he goes to gordon is just like oh Oh yeah, there the, were the such bad my people. But hot, my mom, dude. yeah, my mom, my mom's like she's a nice lady, and yes, and then but she's attractive by many metrics. And then Gordon Bombay goes, "Yes, I have realized that." And then yeah. order for coffee, like nothing just happened. Yes, yeah, at, at the diner that she works at, kind of dude. just fucking checking her out as she turns to pour the coffee into her cup. It's like, oh. in fairness, she does it in quite the seductive way. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen someone co- pour this coffee is with a that kind of children's attempt. film. Honestly, mate, yeah. absolutely. So, so for our listeners at home, we should explain if they haven't, if they somehow don't understand what the Mighty Ducks is. It was the OG children's sports movie. Oh yeah, where there's a really shit underdog team. That's it. They've got no hope. Ragtag, bunch of fat kids. Yeah, a lot of fat kids. <laughs> a bunch of I will say kids. that. It's, it's, it's one of the yeah. shortest children that some I've ever them, seen in my the, life. Some of the sloppier rigs I've seen. <laughs> fat kids. And some of the shortest Short kids. Yeah. You, oh wait, there's always a nerd. Yep. Um, and then <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of tropes. But yeah, right. basically this, this is the movie that really started them all. And then... Obviously, there's a point in the movie where there'll be a half-time speech. There'll be a That's crucial it, moment. That's it, the rousing, yeah. So, I've pulled this from uh, D2, actually. Oh, no way, yeah, yeah, yeah. has yeah. the better speech. Which but was the sequel. Yep. Obviously. Sorry for not explaining it. So, this is Emilio Estevez. Estevez. It's me apology. It's Emilio Sheen. Get it right. Emilio Sheen. Here we go. So, this is this is the sort of movie, if you don't understand, this is what it is. We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know Why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. That's right, Jan. I, I want to make it a Just when you think they're about to break apart, oh. ducks, ducks fly together. And when the wind blows hard and the sky is black, ducks fly together. And when the roosters are crowing and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture, that was a appalling <laughs> night to every. <laughs> okay, uh, ducks, ducks fly together. 
Oh. And Harry, it's wonderful for you to come here as a duck with us ducks recording a podcast together. That's it. We fly together. We absolutely quack, quack. do. So, do uh, I've watched the film. Yep. And would you say you buy Emilio as a leading man? Because this was clearly the vehicle that was supposed to catapult him into that realm. I think he sells it well. I bet, like, like you said, as a child, you just buy everything. Like, if you watch it as an adult, it's so fucking on the nose. Like, right. And, and this is back in the time where I feel like lawyers were just seen as the worst human beings in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's odd. It's a noble profession. Yeah, 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 yeah. The man's defenders of people. justice. Yeah. Like, <coughs> and, and yet, and yet, they go like, oh, you're a, you're a farmer, aren't you? And he goes, no, I'm a lawyer. And they make him fe- feel stupid. Yeah. It's like, dude. And they make and they really rub it in like oh Gordon Bombay loves winning oh he's he just loves winning how much does he love winning Freddie well let's get a number plate on his car that just says win like it's like <laughs> <laughs> you really have to spell it out like, about that. yeah but yeah. children is like oh I love winning and and the beauty of it is as on the nose as the props and various locations are his acting is even more so oh man yeah like when he's when he's I, I feel like when he has that like transition to like it's not about winning after all his doleful blue <laughs> not very latin eyes just really light up the screen they really do joe you know the best the best bit of acting that he does was i don't know if you remember he's in the limo and he's taking a sip of coffee <laughs> no one does this in real life but he takes a sip of coffee and then he does a spit take goes jenny's taking my cases and it's like <laughs> who does that in a limousine, like leather upholstery, Dude, I, like I forget that they get him a driver for his community service. Oh, yeah, because exactly. he can't drive, Freddie. Yeah, I get it, but like a limo, because get him around in a hatchback. Yeah, make him learn the lesson of like you've done something wrong. You've got to actually do it yourself. Do you reckon the context of the drink driving scene is different now? I feel like it's way like uh, oh, how he holds the bottle aloft over yeah. his head in the least subtle way possible. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And that's like maybe. in the nineties. That's that kind of like a yeah, it's a bit of an offense. But now it's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, like, like you could have killed a team of children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And imagine, <laughs> imagine exactly your your crime is driving under the influence of alcohol, and they think the thing he really should do is take control <laughs> over a group of community children <laughs> yeah. who are already struggling. We're gonna get this fucking drunk bozo. <laughs> Who lights up behind the wheel and yeah. spits coffee all over the back of a limousine? We're going to say you will look after the children now. They are your children. Well, he, and he even like the first meeting, he's just like he tells his driver, "Yep, drive on the lake. Like, <laughs> drive the car Dude. out on the lake." No, I hope people have seen this film. And frankly, if you haven't, what is wrong with you? Oh, We've all really, seen it. Do you so not good. want to be uplifted? <laughs> is that not something you want in your life? But uh, uh, I, I suppose we've we've moved through. The Mighty Ducks phase, mm. and he'd also been set up with uh, very other various other films in the eighties. As a member of this uh, group called the Brat Pack, with like Tom oh, Cruise, yeah. Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, a bunch of them. He was also in the Breakfast Club. There are significant Classic. projects that he has, but I want to make it abundantly clear that Emilio. The first thing I'll tell you about what mm. he's doing now is he's not looking in the past when it comes to his actually critically acclaimed films. <laughs> he never shows up to the Breakfast Club reunions ever. No, really? And Molly Ringwald went on TV and said he doesn't want to live in the past. He never shows up, even when the cameras aren't on. He doesn't want to hang out with us. However, when it comes to the Mighty Ducks, the man is all about reunions. <laughs> he, when he had Twitter, he since deleted it. We'll get oh, to that. Okay. But he was tweeting constantly about the Mighty Ducks. Are you serious? And the Mighty yeah. Ducks is the one thing he wants to carry with him. And I find that fascinating. Well, you got to fly together. Like, I, I get wow, the Wow, I didn't even think of that, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> The Ducks fly together. Do the Breakfast Club fly together? No. no. They have detention briefly. And that's, that's it. it. 
That's that was a punishment. No, no, no. You got to fly together. I can't. In fly. fairness, the coach in the hockey team was also a punishment. If you recall, <laughs> he was drunk behind the wheel, and it was his community service. But yes, I understand your point. Ducks fly, ducks fly together. together. When when you cease to have acting projects in the works, ducks, ducks fly, fly together. together. <laughs> we should update that speech <laughs> yeah. to accommodate his career failures. So he goes. He goes to the reunions. Well, <laughs> it's it's tough to say. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I think we should say it goes to the games because they're still a, a functional team. Yep. They were never actors. I mm. want that on record. <laughs> the kids were, were fledging. They were very overweight, but they're now shredded, jacked, and they yeah. play every weekend. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but the, the fascinating thing I feel is, is with a lot of these stories, particularly with actors, mm. when we've looked, in the past it has been unfortunate. They haven't really been able to land the work. The career fizzles. Yeah. In the case of Emilio Estevez... <laughs> His reasons for not working are, Alfie, I think you'll agree with me, more noble. This is true. I think I think ultimately, Harry, yeah. as uplifted you may have felt by his performance as Gordon Bombay, mm. you may feel more uplifted when you realise why the man took himself out of the limelight. Where'd he go? Where'd he go indeed, Alfie? Oh, is that a cue for me? Do you I suppose so, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> done lots of stuff. Look, so he's doing stuff. Right. I want that on record. He's doing stuff. He is doing. Okay. He's not Active. sitting at home. He's in the mix. He's. In I think if I could describe, there's a mix here. Yeah. And there's people here. But like, well, but he... Emilio's not with the people, and he's definitely not with Molly Ringwald. So he's, he's not in act- the fucking mix. He's in the mate. mix. He's not. It's not an acting. Is he like building hockey rinks in like the Congo? Like, what's going on? No. So there's a couple of elements to it. So he did a few things mm-hmm. in the entertainment. Then he pulled back, and a lot of speculation is because of his family. Yes. Family struggles. Right. He's a family man. So, we all know, I feel, about uh, the Charlie Sheen issues that that man has had. (laughs) Yes. There were drugs. Yep. There were women he maybe married, definitely abused, and there was a lot of shady stuff in there. Yep. Now, apparently, Emilio has scaled back to look after his brother to make sure he's on the right track. However... Your awe was premature Uh-oh. because we have sourced an interview with the two brothers where they talk about their teenage years and apparently Emilio bullied him to the point where he probably started for life. <laughs> okay, teenage years. How was it, the relationship? A little rough. We were rough. The really? Teenage years were rough. Yeah. We were at each other's throats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, who, was the, who was the antagonist? Charlie points at Emilio. <laughs> oh, he was the target. Yeah, he was torturous. You agree? Oh, yeah. Ow. Yeah, that was brutal. How so? Because I, I was the older brother, I had to set the example, I had to, you know, my, my parents were, were harder on me than they were on, on, on Charlie, and um, I, I wanted to make him pay. You're going to make yeah, him suffer. Okay, let's oh, cut it there. All right. Let's cut it there. Harry, I want your thoughts here. Um, because this was a man who you saw as a paternal figure, yep. as an inspirational coach, yep. as a man who apparently scaled back to support his family. How do we feel about that? Look, I... I he just wants like, to win, doesn't he? Yeah, I was just he about just to say, he to... just wants the W. He's got to do whatever it takes, and he's got to outshine his brother. Uh, it kind of makes sense with all the drug abuse and stuff now. Like, he was the first domino, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, he just pushed his brother into what a, what a good way! What a good way of putting it, Harry. You're a poet. I've always said it. <laughs> it is poetic, because later he's quoted as saying, the main way that he's helping Charlie is by setting a good example today. Mm. So, now he talks about he, was the, he had to be the example of the yeah, teenager. Right. Sort of dropped the ball. Yeah, uh, a little bit. But so now he's like trying to set this good example for Charlie. Like, you don't need the celebrity. You don't need all that bullshit. You can... Do you know, in a way, it's like almost method the way that he's like trying to live out a redemptive arc. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he used his brother. Are you saying this is his greatest performance yet? I think so. I think a documentary is going to be released very soon. Wow. Maybe. 
Because I think the, the the interesting thing about it is with these like dynasties. We recently had uh, Sean Smith on the podcast to talk about Aaron Carter, <laughs> who was the kid who who made it, whose brother was in the Backstreet Boys, but when he was seven, he was performing in Hamburg in a stadium. I him, right, yeah. right. And so the issue there was that they basically <laughs> said they didn't hang out because they both had gigs on the other side of the world. Oh, true. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. ultimately, it's quite wholesome to see a dynasty hmm. who have come together as tough as it may have been back yeah. in the day. Yep. When Emilio, let's face it, he was cooking. Yeah. He was in that Brad Pack, Charlie was cooking as well. That's it. Everyone's in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's in, in the, the mix. fucking mix. <laughs> and yet, relationships fall apart. Yeah. Bonds are cast aside in the oh, mix. Yeah. The mix is a dangerous place. So Emilio, as long as I, I did say he's still in the mix, it's a different kind of mix. Oh, okay. We're talking about a family-based, yep. wholesome, supportive mix. Build it up. A substantial porridge. <laughs> it's like a sludge Right, right, right It is, oh my but god But it's nutritious Harry, It is nutritious and you feel better for it Best exactly. way to start the day, I love it And to end your life <laughs> They're both deep into their 50s uh, but so, uh, so, so while his brother was going through So he's kind of turned away from the acting Just to support his family Writing and directing still Okay Producing, um, buying vineyards, that sort of thing Alright Oh, let's do. talk about that let's, let's it out and do oh, they yeah, oh, interesting. Interesting. yeah, apparently he bought a Vineyard exit, sort of like he didn't mean to, and then he bought a place. Reportedly, next- Charlie is not allowed to visit. <laughs> <laughs> he eats all the grapes. <laughs> uh, too much sugar, Charlie. You'll, you'll get a sloppy rig like those kids I taught hockey to. Um, Pinot Noir mm. was what they were into. Mm. Good drop. Oh. One of my favourites. Really? I'm a bit of a Malbec guy myself. Um, <laughs> Can I ask Harry, actually? Yes. How do you feel about celebrities with wine? Would you drink that wine? You seem cultured. I've seen you with a red uh, wine in your hand before. I, I, I'd want to give it a go, but there's something... How do you detach your love for the actor for... What if it's a shit wine? Like, right. what if the wine That's doesn't inspire me? What if I just the feel down? from the man. That's it. That's incredible. Well, I would like to think that maybe the wine is... A bit slow at the start. It doesn't right. taste too good. No. But gradually, the as it stays in your mouth longer... That's it. It builds and builds, and it's one of the great comeback stories, much like the Mighty and Ducks. It'll, it'll make me want to hit on, like, children's mums and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it'll really... T- <laughs> Alfie, you've seen the sequel. Does he stay with the mum? Or toss her oh, aside mate. like <laughs> mouldy bread, mate? Like mouldy bread. This duck's not going to nibble I anymore. Think there's another, I think there's another love interest oh in the second God. movie. Yeah, you know? it's so awkward because then Charlie, the kid, he's in all Is three it? of the movies. And so, uh, the co- Gordon Bombay is the coach in the second one, and the third one is not the coach, but, like, whatever. And uh, they still have this relationship of, like, I'm your pseudo-father. So oh weird. Keep in mind, I... I'm not banging your mum, but I can still give you some inspiring words. Exactly. Until today, I haven't seen any of the Mighty Ducks movies since maybe, like, a school excursion on a bus. On the- right. <laughs> That's exactly when you watch That's it. That's yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. so, so you're saying that people would play it on the go-to. buses. So it was the go-to <laughs> movie so for, like, a teacher in the mid-90s. That's it. To be like, oh, we'll I don't want to hold ducks. Susan's hand. Uh, you're a duck, she's a duck. Well, <laughs> oh, I wish my teachers were clear. Enough to use the mighty ducks <laughs> yeah, to get us that, inspired. You know what, Harry? You are a teacher yourself. Yeah, dude. You're welcome, mate. I've just oh, given you a oh, whole new it. genre of teaching method. That's it. You do teach older children. <laughs> it will not fly well. No, I think it'll be shot out of the sky. But uh, <laughs> but it will fly together. That's Absolutely. It. Now, Look, fly together, die together. So the vineyard he did sell. Um, oh, so they had that for about ten years. Mm-hmm. So he's his fiance that he had two kids with and then broke up with Sonia. 
Medievsky. <laughs> Sorry, I can only do one uh, one accent <laughs> right, per, okay. per podcast. Sonia Medievsky. Medievsky. Yes, there we go. There we go. Yes, um, thank you. This is so good. So, on their first date, I dug the holes and she planted the vines. There was never any grandiose plan to start. That sounds a winery. pretty grandiose. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you want to dig a hole with me while I put a branch <laughs> in it, and then one day it'll be a passable wine. <laughs> Come on now, Thing take me to Nando's. Oh, <laughs> <shut> <laughs> anyway, so that's what he and he's you know he's doing some AIDS charities to help out his brother. Yeah, right. Can, um, can I ask? Dad had this... a quadruple bypass, Martin Sheen. God, jeez, that's more bypasses than there were Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, sorry, Emilio. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I know you're listening. I, I'm, I'm sorry. And your father looks stronger than ever, and he's a great actor, as are you, as his child. <laughs> we are massive West Wing fans. We are. On this pod. Uh, Alfie has a phenomenal observation about the yes. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Which is the opening scene. Uh, for those who don't know the film, we will try and fill you in because we've spoken about it a lot more than I thought we would. So basically, he's in his, he's this hotshot lawyer walking yeah. into his office, and this was the observation that Alfie made. Well, first of all, Freddie, you've jumped the gun. The very, very opening scene is him in a courtroom. Yes. And he does this thing where the judge calls him over yep. to approach the bench. Mm. And he doesn't go to the judge, he goes back to his client. Yeah. And he leans into his client and says, Pretend like you're saying something to Classic me. Classic. So move. that I look cool. Yeah. It is, but that exact move is later used in The West Wing. Oh, really? Leo McGarry, when he's facing Congress, the uh, committee, yeah. he does that. He's like, he was, he leans into his lawyer and he's like, oh, he was snotty to me, so now he has to wait. So I think what we've me. learned is Aaron Sorkin wrote The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah I think there's I think a connection there. Because then, as Freddie was saying, in the first office scene, it's very West Wing. It's very walk Josh and talk. Lyman. They're walking, talking. Walk and talk. <laughs> it's Josh Lyman walking in, victory is mine, victory is mine. Yeah. Get me my coffee. I'm going to yeah. spit it in the limo. <laughs> yes. Drive on Bring the ice. Bring me the finest bagels in the land. That's like, it. Yelling stuff at like pretty girl receptionists. Yeah. Oh, very West Wing. And oh. I'm thinking that Sorkin must have watched this bit. Because, oh, man, and, he's and basically, but I can't stress enough. The West Wing is just one wing. Mighty Ducks, two wings. <laughs> Thank you. East and West Wing. And yes. they're flapping, baby. They're flapping. <laughs> Finally, someone and yes, said an, it. And yes, it's an audio medium, but I am flapping <laughs> my ass right now. Can confirm, is flapping. If you're He's listening to flapping. this podcast at this moment, I want you to flap your arms. <laughs> I don't care if you're on the train. I don't care if it's you, Mum. I know you listen. Because Flat those arms. People go, who quack, listen to this podcast. Quack, 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 quack. quack, quack. Quack! Look, Quack. ducks fly together. We definitely do. <laughs> and my God, I mean, honestly, the West Wing. I don't think I'll be able to watch in the same way again. Oh, you probably about wouldn't Gordon rewatch Bombay. it. It's quite dense, and to be honest, I don't think I got through the whole thing the first time. <laughs> I've watched it like three to four times. Will oh, you really? watch it a fifth, Alfie? I'm a Will you watch it a fifth? Your favorite? Yeah, with you. Okay, fine. Hold hands. <laughs> now you know in the film, like, what do you guys think about this? You know, like with sports films and stuff, they yeah. always have like. You know, they'll they'll dra- dramatize the f- sport a bit. They want to make it exciting, but mm-hmm. I because I rewatched it, I didn't realize how silly it is for them to embellish sport techniques and stuff. Because right. when they bring out that flying V, I'm just like, this is so fucking. St- it's hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Send eight kids just to tackle them down. Like, why? Why are you watching them did, fly in ask, formation? I did ask Alfie why there are commentators for Pee Wee <laughs> hockey, and they're like treating them like players. Like, and now. Uh, uh, Gates comes to the ball now, and it's like Gates is eight, dude. Yeah, Gates Senior is in the crowd <laughs> shouting. He's com- it's probably the dad. Yeah, they, they never actually introduce the commentators. I assume it's just two of the dads just talking about the There's kids. There's a lot of like small town America that has nothing 
other than children's sports. Right. So, right. this is a, this is a uh, city that doesn't have its own major league hockey team. Mm. It's mm-hmm. a state team. Mm. Oh, that's right. They have the districts and they have banks. Yeah, no, yeah. no, but I mean, I, like at a national I'll be honest, at an NHL level, I'll, I'll like be honest, they, they don't have much going on. It's yeah, the right. only film I've seen where the twist that creates drama is zoning issues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yes. See, as a kid, you don't give a shit about that stuff, but like. It's true. How? Why did they put it in the movie? Like, it's, yeah, it, it's it's bizarre that that's how they create conflict. Yeah. Once again, I really hope you've seen the film. If you yeah, oh, <laughs> you've got to watch it. This but is basically just a film podcast about the Marty Ducks, which <laughs> you know I think. But is it's a what good Emilio concept. would have wanted. He <laughs> yes. said, "I don't want to talk about Breakfast Club. That's it. I don't want to talk about the others. I don't no, even yeah. want to talk about my family. It's private. Yeah, but he's, but he's a hard us. man. But you've Mighty chosen Ducks, a hard person. Ah. Mighty Ducks. I will. I will hit until I die. Man, the the. I reckon one thing we can talk about, because uh, as I said, it's always the case. The stars tend to align when mm. we do this podcast, is that people always seem to have a project this year. Yeah. And Emilio does actually have a film that came out this year. I think, Harry, you're vaguely aware of it. I, I've we seen did a trailer. bit of research about it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, called, Alfie, help me. It's called The Public. Mm-hmm. It's called The Public. And uh, Emilio stars, writes, Directs. Oh, I did the triple. Probably gets an EP credit as well. Executive Incredible. producer. They just throw those in the mix. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Into that what. porridge that we spoke about previously. <laughs> There's a showing of it. It's just been released in Australia, actually. There's a Ooh. showing of it at 4.10 p.m. at Dendy Newtown, oh. which is just down the down road. Down the road. From All right. Um, okay, we set. so we're... We've only done one previous follow-up episode, and it's when <laughs> the Naked Man for Borat replied to our Instagram DM. But it is possible that we will go and see the public with Harry June. Look, we'll smash we'll, a couple more we'll of these Asahis, and then we'll just, yeah. Thank you to Asahi for sponsoring the pod. Absolutely. <laughs> and the public by Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Uh, gamble responsibly. Oh my god, I said, Est- I said Estevez! <laughs> I'm so sorry! What's it about? What's the film about? I oh, have an let, I'm glad you asked that, Harry June. <laughs> We're just uh, tick, 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 just typing away. Yep, yep. Just because, as we know, I don't use Google. Nope. Three stars, <laughs> I give it. Three stars. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Emilio's, it's his seventh film mm, as a director. Seventh film as a director. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. With a modern sheen. No pun intended. I'm reading oh, that no. review from the Sydney oh, Morning my Herald. Oh, God. <laughs> Whoever this guy is, I give him two stars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, blah, and there's, blah, blah. those stars' names are Ramon Estevez <laughs> and Emilio Estevez. 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 Sorry. So something's going on. Looks like there's some cops. It's got Alec I, I, Baldwin. I actually have a, oh, an Michael official. Michael K. Williams. I have an official outline here. Christian oh, Slater yeah. makes a rare appearance. Alfie. Hit me. I'll hit you. In the public, an unusually bitter Arctic blast has made its way to downtown Cincinnati, and the front doors of the public library where the action of the film takes place. The story revolves around the library patrons, many of whom are homeless, mentally ill, and marginalized, as well as an exhausted and overwhelmed staff of librarians librarians, sorry, who often build emotional connections and a sense of obligation to care for those regular patrons. At odds with library officials over how to handle the extreme weather event, the patrons turn the building into a homeless shelter. Nice. <laughs> for the night, by staging an Occupy sit-in. What begins as an act of civil disobedience becomes a standoff with police and a rush to judgment media constantly speculating about what's really happening. 
This David versus Goliath story tackles some of our nation's most challenging issues. Libraries and homeless people. <laughs> God oh, bless America. I'll look, I'll be when honest. When I say our nation. That first sentence really got me. Like, yep. you start this Arctic blast wind and everything. I was like, right. is this post-apocalyptic? And then, and then most of it happens in a library. Uh, yeah, and then straight away, as soon as you said... The local library. I had to switch off. I was like, oh, fuck you. I don't give a shit. I do want to see this. The picture I'm looking at is Alec Baldwin in like an oversized suit as a police negotiator wearing a badge, trying to hold back like a cop with a battering ram in a public library. Amazing. Right. And And apparently it speaks to all the issues facing the nation today. (laughs) Our nation, but in the context of that, which is America. Right. Mm. Um, Our libraries are pretty sick. Oh, yeah, they are. Great. I've got a library card and not many homeless people there. I will say it. I want to <laughs> say it. I just can't wait for the walk and talk scene in the library. With that. That's so funny. <laughs> the library. So funny. I love a walk and talk. <laughs> Haven't had a hot meal in three months. <laughs> Jenny, type it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we don't know where the kids from the film are now. It's very probable That's they play was, the homeless people. I was going to say, that you, the where are they now could be for so many people in that, in that film. In, uh, in fairness, we may have actually picked the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We've been found out. That's what's happened. Well, I know. That's the, like doing School of Rock and being like, but where's Jack Black? <laughs> what's the man doing? Now, Do here's know? the biggest problem, Harry. Yes. Right? Normally, mm. we like to contact yeah. our target. We absolutely do. Mm-hmm. But this guy's he's tough. He quit Twitter. And I don't think Instagram was ever on his radar. I'll be oh, So he's elusive. You can't get... Yeah. Mm. So shit. previous... Pre- mo- just about everyone in our previous podcast, we've been able to find an right. email address. We, we, we emailed Shucky Ducky Quack Quack, for God's sake. <laughs> yes. Def Jam Comedian, we found his personal email and sent him an email. But yes. alas, Emilio is off the grid. No However, way. However, yes. I think all we really can do is watch at 4.15 today, <laughs> ah. the public, yep. and then write a review... And, and just it'll find him because I have a sense that Emilio probably reads reviews. He's at the vineyard. He's a few bottles of wine deep. Nothing else. He's to had do. a few Pinot Noirs, and all of a sudden he's like, "What do you think of my library homeless?" Let's movie? give him a seven star review. Oh, nice. I nice. would read that if you. If someone said, "Hey, oh, yeah. hey, Harry, your fringe comedy show, yeah, which you, which is coming up." Oh, that was a nice little. <laughs> oh, mate, I saw we got this- your back, buddy. I flat, saw this. Flat, ducks fly together. I saw this seven star review in the paper. What are you going to do? Oh, you're going to ignore not that? Gonna read no it? way. I'd look at it straight away. Exactly. That's, That's how we get to him. I think Alfie's got it. So, uh, having said that, yep. I do think that people are very uh, impatient. And I think ultimately what we should do, based on our limited knowledge of the film, mm. is come up with a review now. Ah, uh, okay. 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 So imagine it's 6 30 p.m. Yep. yep. We've just come out of the 4 15 screening. At We're, the very mm-hmm. We're very drunk. We're very drunk indeed. Just uh, we've had some Este- Estevez special Pinot Noirs. <laughs> we've smuggled them into the theater and we've downed them. And we've watched this film and our initial impressions are. Let's well, start around. We'll go around the circle. So we'll start with Harry. Okay. Uh, I'll start with. Emilio Estevez, a la Gordon Bombay, inspires us again. Wow, okay. Alec Baldwin is doughy and intense. (laughs) Doughy and intense. Estevez has called in all the favours by bringing in people who used to be his uh, contemporaries in the 80s. Christian Slater, uh, Alec Baldwin. Tom Cruise is probably in it as a homeless man. The man has range. I'm going to just say it as part of my review. Tom Cruise is a revelation in that he is revealed to be in the film. (laughs) And of all the stars, I would say I would give it one. I would then give it another one. Mm. I would give it a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth. It's got seven stars from Where Are They Now? (laughs) The Public. 
Emilio, yes, we will cut that up. Probably cut out the IAIs because as we, as you remember from that very uh, heartfelt anecdote at the start, his Latin culture is very dear to his heart. Yes. And we may have offended him deeply by going, Emilio Estevez, it may be an issue. I'm just saying. Look, when, it was when a callback Ma- and I regret when, it. When Ramon's father went to that Broadway play, <laughs> it wouldn't have made him feel better to see Martin Sheen. I'd be upset. I would be very upset. I wouldn't watch the play. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't watch the play. I love how that was your assumption, Harry. <laughs> the father saw that there was a yeah. son and just went home. Yeah. That's so funny to me. But anyway, uh, we, we're in a situation where ultimately we may see the film, we may follow up. But Emilio... We respect your privacy. I'm sure you'll listen to this. And if you do, Harry, what is your message to Emilio Estevez? Uh, I just want to tell you, you, you motivated and inspired me. I mean, I was not an athlete in school. Mm-hmm. Um, never, not, not really into team sports. And Emilio, I've got to tell you now, he's the biggest team player in the world. Oh, and now I'm all about it. Yeah. I, he puts, he is the backbone of Sydney Comedy's Instagram content. Mate. It's not a gig until Harry Jun has taken a photo of every act on the lineup. That's it. With several fire emojis. If and that's, that's not teamwork, I don't know what That's is. all thanks to Emilio. So thank you, dude. Love you. Pay, pay respect. Pouring out for your homies. Oh, Please do wow. not pour beers oh, sorry, in the sorry. studio. <laughs> Please do not. Okay. Jesus Christ. This, Harry, this hit duck's us with your plugs. Fly, hit us with your plugs and let's so get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a fringe show on the 3rd, 5th and 7th of September at 7pm at the Factory. Comedy fringe Sydney Festival. Fringe. That's it. A lot of international listeners. They'll turn up in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to find out details, my Instagram is harry.jun.harry. Wow. Which is, I, harry.jun was taken, so I figured let's put my first you name. You can again. also, you could have got a stage name, but you didn't want to do it. That's it. Why? Harry Stevens. That's it. Exactly. Wow. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, we, uh, we thought we were getting the closing music. Oh, here, here we are. Here it is. Alfie, you've screwed this up. <laughs> I didn't screw up shit. And once again, if you hadn't mentioned it, no one would ever have known. <laughs> well, there we go. I will continue to mention at all times. This has been another episode of Where Are They Now? We respect Emilio's privacy, but I hope you found out a little bit about what he's had going on. Harry, thank you so much for coming no, on. It was a pleasure. Phenomenal stuff. My name's Alfie Canock. No one cares. My name's Freddie <laughs> McManus. Enjoy the next episode. Thank you very much. Oh, 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 oh,